Join me right now on Kumite TV. It's surging Bellator lightweight, Sydney Outlaw. What's going on, Sydney? What's up, boss man? How are you? Good, good, man. Um, right now, man, you're on a eight fight winning streak. A lot of early finishes, many dominant three rounders sprinkled in between. You know, what have you gained most out of that phenomenal run? I guess um. First of all, thank you for having me on the show. But um, to answer your question, um, confidence, understanding, you know what I mean? More like a perseverance and like so much like going through adversity. So good. You know, I just made, you know, it brought, it brought the best out of me. I, I need to go through that type of stuff. So a lot of, you know, no worries, basically, you know. What can you attribute to that streak? Honestly. <clears throat> Honestly, it's not it's not me. I will lie to I will lie to you if I can tell you that it was easy. It wasn't me. I just listened. I had it was the team that I had behind me. First start off, I got a great all glory to God and whatever left over. I want to give it to uh, my mother for uh, helping me out, obviously, and putting me with Henzo Gracie. Henzo Gracie made a great team with Rich Lada. Rich Lada also brought me to Ricardo Almeida. The list goes on. Ricardo Almeida also have a bunch of fire. Frankie Edgar, Eddie Alvarez, um, Edson Barbosa. The list like going down to Hendo himself. Jake Shield, great. I had no excuse. My, one of the best strength and conditioning coach down at the tri-state area, Keith Wise. The list goes like God is really good. So, I mean, made my faith a lot stronger. Made the understanding of the sport, you know, a lot stronger. And it made me realize who I am. So, I don't want to – I don't want to – I'm, I would be a lie if I say I would take all the credit. I'm just tough. I would say I'm tough, but I want to give all the credit to all my coaches that you saw in my corner. Keith, James, Mill. Like, I can't say thank you enough. So you don't see me out there. You see the product of their of their belief and faith in me. That's what you see. You don't see a right like Sydney, you know, Sydney going out there just doing what Sydney does. No, Sydney going out there doing what he was taught. His work ethic clearly shows and all glory goes to those guys. Whatever left over, give it to them. I'm just doing it with their, you know what I mean? Now I'm back here with American Top Team, coached by your the best of the best, talking about Mike Brown. Come on. Hmm. Led by, let the general fucking Mazadov, hmm. you know? Another coach, one of my one of my all-time, like, freaking favorite, freaking one of my favorite fights, Tiago. Like, come, I, I, I'm not... I'm not trying to fanboy here, but I just remember watching these guys. Now I'm getting coached. Now I'm helping them train like it's nothing. Like, yo, I'm just having a conversation with Tiago. I'm sitting here, you know, getting led by your truly Mazadol. You know what I mean? It's like it's really a blessing. And I want to thank those guys, those guys to help me get there. So I can't lie to you guys and say, you know, elite wrestling. Like the list goes on. I have so many people to thank, so that's why I don't want to start naming because I might forget. But you don't see when you're looking at a guy that's like fight. You're not looking at Sydney Outlaw. You're looking at a bunch of people. You know, you're looking at Rome, right? You're looking at Rome. It took a bunch of people to make Rome, right? It took a bunch of people to make me. You know, so I'm blessed. You know, I'm blessed. Well, you know, all of that has led you to this fight coming up. This deal with Bellator. How did this all get put together? I have no idea. Uh, Dan Lambert, one of the best, one of the best human beings I know. He's a good guy. I'll bang with him a lot. Um, 
and uh, first round management. They went together. Mo King Mo, like the list goes on. God is good. He does things, you know. I'm a guy that look at look at these people. Now I'm looking with these people. You feel what I'm saying? I looked up at him. Now I'm like enjoying the view. So I really I can't lie to you. I don't know. I, guess I always was preparing for the UFC. You know. I was preparing for that round, but I guess God had his own journey. He was like, now I want you to go to Bellator. Bellator's another big, 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 big promotion. You know, I'm going to Israel to fight. So I can't even lie to you and tell you how I even got the opportunity. You know, I can't even fathom any excuses. I just let first round do what they do. Um, and King Mo obviously did what he did. And I was ready for anybody. Don't get it twisted. Like, if anybody they put in front of me, you only get the best Sydney when you fight the best. I don't like the 500 fighters. No disrespect to any of the 500 fighters out there. All of them probably could be champions, but I need to be the best. Now, I'm not looking for easy fights. And that's one of the things the public got to realize. Like, don't just say, oh, he's undefeated. No, he fought a couple bums. If you put, you know what I mean? If you're looking for undefeated, you can go out in the street. Everybody's undefeated, right? So this sport needs to clean, get cleaned up. And I feel like guys like myself and a, and a lot of others, among many others, are going to start helping we got to start weeding these people out because now these people coming to UFC gym, now they're feeling themselves. You know what I mean? We got to start fixing it, you know? We got to fix the generation. A little disappointed, but it's all good. It got me here. It's, it's very exciting, you know, that you're returning to Bellator. They're giving you a co-main event slot automatically against Roger Huerta, a worldwide known name. You know, how exciting is that for you after building yourself up through the, you know, the lower ranks? That's uh when they told me, I'm like, oh, you fight for Bellator. I'm like, all right, cool. Then they told me, you fight against Roger Wertz. I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't watch. I'm not a big fan of watching my uh, opponent fight. I'm like, all right, Roger Wertz. All right, cool. And they're like, all right. As Abe, Abe looked at me, he was like, all right, you're not happy. Okay. He walked out. And then Mike Mike Brown asked me, um, hey, who are you fighting against? And I'm like, well, I think a guy named Roger Wertz. He was like, really? That's a good name. That's a good fight for you. They giving they they were like they giving him to you already. I'm like, yeah, it was Roger Warta. I don't. I was mispronouncing his name for the longest. Mm. And then I did my research. I'm like, oh, he's that pretty boy I saw in a magazine one day. You know what I mean? And I'm like, all right, cool. He's a he's a big name, but every day I train and I train with the best. I don't train with the best just because it's fun. I train with the best to be the best, right? Mm. And I gotta slowly make that, you know. I don't want to start making it. I want a title shot. I want the title shot today, but they're not going to give it to me. I want to make that journey. So as, as I slowly, as I slowly make that trip up there, they, you know, you get to see the climb, you get to enjoy the climb, you know, and they can't stop it. So I want, I want to kind of make a name, you know, and make, and make, make, make the people that invested in me proud, slowly but surely. And now it's happening. So that's awesome. I like it. This is your second fight of 2019, which gives you a lot of time to, you know, work on your skill set outside of training camp. What have you been working on the most? Thinking, thinking, being smarter, setting it up, punishment, more um, endurance, um, oh, everything, to be honest. More like thinking. And I say thinking because a lot of people don't understand. Like when you're in there, you get hit, people question themselves. You know what I mean? You instead of just making it a brawl, you still gotta be disciplined, strategic. You get kicked in lasers, you can't shoot no more. You gotta figure that out. You get kneed in the stomach, you can't punch them. You know what I mean? You see that a lot in the fights. And people ask like, "Oh, why isn't he doing this? Why isn't he doing that?" So I guess me being American top team, they take 
they take it's like a club for champions. Mm. Understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. You're a champion. Come to the club. You dig what I'm saying? If you're not, but that's that's the best part because they're the mind. They got a different. They got some different thinking up there, and I like that. So I just took everything that I learned, and I know my mentality went there. They taking it to a different level. Mike Brown is teaching me a lot of stuff that I, I never even thought about, and I get upset at myself. Like, damn, I could have did that home. What the hell? You know, he, every day I'm learning. I'm like, dang, I thought I knew something because I'm a black belt on the Henzo, right? Mm-hmm. Really humbling because I don't know anything. So once you just accept the fact that you don't know anything, life is easy. <laughs> so I would say thinking, being humble, enjoying it. And then you get to wake up. It's hot every day. I mean, for granted, it rains, but it's hot every day. It's not cold. It's grass outside. You get the little lizard things that I know, you know what they're called. They're not lizards. There's something. It's in Florida, by the way. You get birds that you see on Instagram flying around. I'm like, bro, it's beautiful. You get the little palm look, look at this. Look at the, the palm trees right there. Right? You know what I mean? Uh, one of those like uh, Colombian, Jamaican guys bust a coconut and gave it to me. I was drinking. I felt very dehydrated. Like, very hydrated. It was really awesome. Um, like, the list goes on. So, I get to wake up train and look outside and it's beautiful you know and then it's beautiful people out here too you really can't hate on that you know no yeah i'm a happy guy i'm a very happy guy so i guess a happy fighter is a dangerous fighter so i'm gonna be one dangerous mofo when you see me november 14th i'm gonna have fun don't get it twisted but i'm happy you know i'm really happy you know, have you been at American Top Team the whole time after your last fight, just training and grinding, or did you take a little bit of time off and then go into camp, or what happened? Never. I, yeah, as soon as I won my fight, I flew down here. Uh, I won. Two days later, the third day, I I, I won. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, I relaxed. Monday, I got a plane ticket to come all the way down here, and I was training with Mazarol on Tuesday. That rest stuff is for the week. Let me remind, let me, if anybody out there listening, if you rest your day, don't, if that's it, all right? You rest your day. That's it. Now, I know my coaches don't like to hear that, hear that because they told me I need to rest. That's it for the day. Understand? You can figure out ways. And don't be like, oh, well, I'm going to train smarter, not harder. No, you're, you're a cornball. You're, you're soft. And you just want to figure out an easy route to go and make yourself feel better. You know, whoever made that quote should go to jail. You know, it's not a good quote, but I do believe that you have to constantly work. I'm a, I am a, uh, I am a firm believer in that. You got to constantly surround yourself in that environment. Understand what I'm saying? Am I making sense? You got to surround yourself. Yeah. Rather if it's stretching, rather if it's jujitsu, you're not gonna get hurt if you're doing a nice rule. You got to surround, submerge, you got to submerge yourself in the myth of chaos so you can relax. Understand? God, that's it. I had to convince myself that. Well, for this for this training camp, you know, there's a lot of guys around you that have fights also. Who have you been working with the most for tra- training-wise, training partner-wise? The General Mazadal, um, all of them. That's it. I can't lie to you. Uh, Murkano, I like Murkano a lot. A lot of the Russians, I'm not going to say any of their names because I can't barely pronounce any of them. Uh, a couple Brazilian, I can pronounce Murkano. Oh, my man, Ed, no, I haven't worked at Edson Marlin. Work with Marlon all the time. Besides the general himself, Mazadal, Tiago, uh, damn, so many. I will lie, so many. The people you see on a in the UFC roster, most of them. 
And it's really a blessing. I'm really blessed. You know, I'm very, very, very happy. You know what I mean? I'm get to train people, pick their brain, see how they move, maneuver. And it's awesome to see that, you know, to see the hunger. See champion looking for something else. It's different, you know. You think, oh, I got the belt. What else is it? You see that they're still hungry. They look and it's motivating. It's like it's like I can't settle. So why, you know, why settle? They're not settling on my side settle, you know. Yeah, Masvidal, he he has a huge fight coming up, right? You know, in uh you know, in a couple weeks. How can you top what he has done in his last fight, you know, you being around him a lot. How is, is the hunger the same? You know, does it, is it infectious? Like you, your hunger and his hunger? You know what? One of the things about Mazda, he's definitely special. I've been around a lot of fighters when they, they believe in this little, oh, well, a fighter could be uh, selfish in a way, right? Every time Mazda, for instance, I'm in Miami right now. Understand that? I just got done training. Mazda just got done training. He told me, he was like, bro, we're going to train tonight. I'm supposed to be in there training. I'm outside of the gym. He's in there waiting for me to get off of this. Oh, okay. He's making sure the people that he's looking out for is also training. So when we're, so we're, he's training, he's over there hitting mitts. He's like, all right, I'm done. What's Sydney doing? What's Johnny doing? What, 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 what is my little brother, uh, uh, Charlie doing? He's not, he's making sure we're training. He's making sure we're on our side. That's a lot of people don't understand. Like he's literally watching out for the future. You dig know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't do that. Why do you like it? And I know a couple that I trained with, you know, like when they're training, they're, they, they're done. They'll buy their training partners and they're done and leave. They don't care if they train or not. They really don't care. They worry about, is it going to be their Thursday? Not, Mazadal is not like that. Uh, you understand what I'm saying to you, yeah, right? Yeah. If you're his guy, he's going to watch out for you. If you're helping them, he's going to help you. Understand that? And it's like, yeah. dude, it's like, it's weird. It's, he's a real guy. People say they real. People say that. But so being around Mazadal is like, it's teaching me, like, being selfish for the birds. It's for those guys, you know? Like, I don't know how they do it, but they do it. But I can relate to them. We both came from a different background. And, you know, it wasn't handed to us. We had to go take it, you know? And the people that did kind of try to help, we got to give back. Make sense? So with that said, it's like being on Mazadal, it teaches me a lot. Humble is definitely number one. Um, showing love. That's it. Showing love. I watch him. Mazadal is definitely inspiration in many, many ways. He's a good guy. His work ethic is awesome. Um, if I if, if say like if somebody get the best of him in a position, he will. I'll watch that guy train for three hours doing the same shit. Excuse my language. Doing the same stuff. Doing the same for that Ben fight. He was prepared. Everybody, well, is that would have last if it didn't last for five seconds. First of all, he was prepared. If he if it did last for five seconds, which which I like, I, I was prepared. He was gonna win regardless. You know what I mean? Like. I was surprised when he won. I'm like, oh, he got taken down. Now look, he walked up with his hand, but I'm like, what just happened? Then they showed it on there. I'm like, oh, it was awesome, man. It was really awesome. But I was happy for him. Really calm, really cool. And uh, yeah, being there around Mazda, he's a gangster, man. Not a lot of people think everybody think they gangsters. Mazda's a good guy. You know, he's a real good guy. One of my favorites. He's a he's a general of this. Shit. So I definitely just relax. When he say he goes, what's up, big dog? So he said, go, so I'm going to go, you know, whatever you got to say. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. one of those stuff, you know. Your opponent coming up, Roger, he's known to get into a lot of brawls. Are you open mm-hmm. to slug it out with him? Yeah, yeah. 
And I, I try to, I try to, uh, oh, am I open to slug with him? Yeah, slug uh, it out. I mean, I don't know, man. Slug it out. I'm not a pretty guy. I mean, I can't keep messing up my face, you know. I mean, whatever, whatever honestly, I'm going to go in there and have fun. Just slug it out. We can do that. I mean, I bang with the best of them. You can check my record. Look at the resume, you know. Whatever he want to do, we can definitely do it. I, I think he's an honorable fighter, and I'm really excited to fight him. A guy like him, obviously he's a legend. I'm not going to insult the guy. I just want to uh, go in there try my best and put in God's hands. We're going to fight in that country, God, right? God, country. So we're going to go out there, do our thing, and best man wins that night, you know. All glory to God. All right, man. Well, November 14th, Bellator 234, Tel Aviv, Israel. Man, it's going to be crazy. Sydney, thank you for the time, man. Good luck on the fight and your future. My guy, thank you. You have a blessing, all right, Paul?